We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. I'm so thankful to be with you today, and you know it. I just love the sun coming out, don't you? And spring is in the air. Spring is coming. And uh, this last weekend, I spent the entire weekend along with Stephen. We spent the whole weekend at my office at Ecola. And we cleaned out, cleaned out, cleaned out. And I had some of the employees help out, clean toilets and bathrooms and floors and uh, throw away all kinds of filing. And we filled three big, big trash bins. I have to tell you that it took two days, 16 hours the first day, nine hours the next day, and this was Saturday and Sunday after church, and uh, Friday too, and it was long overdue. And the reason I'm telling you all this is maybe there are some things that you need to clean out and purge and, and get out, and I have to tell you that during it, it's fun because you're going through things, and I found some things, I discovered some things that I didn't know existed, and I discovered some things that... I thought, wow, that's really interesting. We could improve this if we just add this, take away this and whatnot. And just going through things and files and seeing things from before. And and actually, there was aha moments along the way. And it, there would be for you, too. It's that you see where you were and where you are. And it's like, wow, look at that. Look at where we were and look at where we are. Stephen took every year we have a company meeting and we do a photo. And Tiana has been our photographer for the last I don't know how many years. Anyway, so what he did was he took them to Costco, and he had them all printed up in a certain size, and then he put them on um, board, some type of a board, poster board or whatever, and he put them in year order along the hallway. And it's like the Hall of Fame, and to see the, the, the growth of E. Cola and the number of people and the number of trucks, and it just is so nice to walk down that hall now and see that. In doing this, I realize that, and maybe you will realize this too when you go through this, it's one thing just to go through a drawer, and, and sometimes it starts with just a drawer. Go through a drawer today. You know, every day go through a drawer. You get home from work, and maybe you can go through one drawer. And get rid of things that you haven't, like, worn in a long time or, or whatnot. But what I discovered is during the process, there's a cleanse. There's a purging that happens. And now, like this morning and yesterday morning, I walk into the office, and it feels so much different and so much better. And I'm talking about outside stuff. I'm talking about just the feel, the look of the offices, the floors, the the, um, the rooms. And you walk in, and there's just more space. You don't feel so clustered, so like like a bookshelf that's screaming at you. And it's just this, this new... Um, 
creativeness and the ability to focus on one item at a time and actually feel like you're conquering and you're, you're making an accomplishment happen. But when you have all these things coming at you all the time, there's a lesson in this. But when you have all of this coming at you, all this chatter and all this loud noise, it's hard to really take a deep breath and just focus. So there's so many things that happen when we do this for ourselves. And we get so busy, don't we? I know me. I get so busy that I've got, okay, I want to take care of that, but i got to take care of this right now. Prioritize, 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 right? But maybe we should make prioritizing of getting rid of the clutter, getting purging, and spring cleaning. You hear about spring cleaning all the time. And when I think about this, I also think about spiritual cleaning. I can remember times in my life when there were things that maybe I didn't even know the depth of decisions that I've made in the past and how they're affecting my now. And it took years and years for things to kind of get heavy and heavier and heavier to where you feel like you just can't breathe. And I know there's someone, maybe more than one, that is feeling this right now. It's time to just really take time. The Lord wants you to take time with him. Make time to just be with him in in quietness. And sometimes in this busy, busy world, it's hard to just be quiet, to be still and know that he is God. And that we need to find our peace in that, that quiet time. And I am, I don't know, people say I'm one of the busiest people they know. You know, I'm just going all the time, going. The Energizer Bunny, they call me. And I enjoy that. I enjoy being on the mission field. I enjoy being uh, busy. I enjoy getting things done. And I enjoy maximizing my time. But I'm finding that there's real discovery and victory in that quiet time. So maybe this is speaking to you. Um, I've asked for the Lord to speak to you. And if this is you, or if you can find something in here that you can relate to, maybe it's time for you to take time to spring clean. And yes, spring clean outside. Get your working space in order. Get your house in order. He tells us to get our house in order, and it means much more than papers in the right place. You know, I can put two cars in my garage. There was a long time I couldn't do that. And now I can put two cars in my garage. I had to get rid of a Harley to do it, but I can put two cars in my garage. And that's exciting. So take a look around. Take a look around your workspace. Even your car. I found that I've cleaned out my car. I had a detail done, and I told the guy, here's a box. Anything you find in this car right now, I want you to take it out of this car. Now, this car I've had for seven years. It's an amazing car. I love my car. Uh, I like my car. I enjoy my car. He takes all of the things out. It filled that box to the brim. I had no idea I had that much stuff in my car. If you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you for doing so. And there is no coincidence. It's when God decides to stay anonymous. And you are listening to the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word dot com. Go there and check that out, would you? Spent a lot of money on that website. And there's a lot of information in there that could be helpful for you and maybe a family member or a friend. Uh, just go on there and check it out, would you? And we're talking about spring cleaning. It's so important to have your arena, your area, 
clean and organized. And it didn't get like it is right now overnight. It takes time to put a box full of items into your car. It takes time to do that. And it's a little at a time, isn't it? So I have that box. It's sitting in my uh, entryway of where I live, and it screams at me every day when I walk in, and I don't, I'm not able to get to it right away, but I know that there's a box there that I need to go through and figure out what I absolutely have to have and what I don't need to absolutely have. But I'm in my car every day without that box of goodies, and I'm doing just fine without it. it what does that tell you? <laughs> I don't know if there's anything in that box I actually really need. So pretty interesting, isn't it? So now, I have an article here, and we're going to go ahead and get started on this, okay? So, March is here, and it's amazing, isn't it? Uh, February is is uh, almost gone, and can you believe that two months have already gone through, uh, already gone by in this year? It's amazing to me. But it is time to think about spring cleaning, isn't it? So, when I was thinking about today and I was thinking about the spring cleaning and how much it's meant to me to just walk in, and not only me, but it's changed the attitudes of every single person that's walking into that office. It's like changing everybody. I think everybody's going to be more productive. I think everybody feels better being in a situation that's clean and organized and spacious, and there's just room to breathe. There's room to think and be creative. It just feels very, very, very good. It's hard to even describe how good it feels. This morning I walked in there and when I opened up, I put my key in the lock and I opened that door. I just smiled because it gave me a good feeling to just walk into my office and, and it just said, welcome. It didn't shout at me. It said, welcome, come on in. And I sit at my desk and it just, it feels good. It smells good. It just is a good feeling. And uh, looking across at Kim, and she's smiling and, and feeling good. And I can see she's working her little heart out over there. She always is. But she's, it's just more productive now. And the same thing with Lydia and Daniel and Tyson. Everybody is like, yeah, it just feels better. And, and there was a gentleman, uh, Hector, who, who I saw yesterday at the end of the day. And he says, I just love those pictures in the hallway. It just is so fun to see me in so many years of being there at Ecola. And he says, it just feels so good. The whole place just feels so much better. We blew out the parking lot. Even the parking lot is clean. It just is, it, it feels so good. And I recommend it highly to anybody and everybody. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like things are just kind of piling on top of you maybe you just need to take take control of your area and and clean it up so another thing that this brought to mind is is that this is an external this is external cleanup and what an amazing feeling it is but how about internal cleanup how about dealing with our spiritual you know spiritual spring cleansing steps we have seven of them are you ready spring clean with clean hands and a pure heart and this is by mary fairchild While you're cleaning out closets and sweeping under the furniture, think about this. Spring cleaning, while worth the effort, will only last for a season. But spiritual cleansing could have an enduring influence. So don't just dust behind those bookshelves. Instead, dust off that Bible and get ready for a spiritual spring cleaning. Number one, cleanse your heart to become spiritually healthy. The Bible encourages us to draw close to God. And allow our hearts and bodies to be cleansed. This is the first step in our spring cleaning project. We can't clean ourselves. Instead, we must draw near to God and ask Him to do the cleansing. So here's some scriptures for you. Psalm 51.10 Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. 
we could stop right there because that's not a minute or a second job, is it? To create in me a clean heart, okay? We ask the Lord to do that, and he will reveal in that, in that quest, he will reveal the areas in our heart that need cleansing. And he will renew a right spirit within you. When you ask him, you shall receive. Hebrews 10.22 Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. So I'm, I'm going to stop right there because I'm going to tell you a personal story. Now, this is, this is um, kind of an intimate, deep story. Um, a long, long time ago, before I was married, I got pregnant. Yes, I did. And I decided at the time the only option I had was to get an abortion. And I did. And I felt like that was my only option. Thirteen years later... And, and, you know, I just, in my head, I said, this is the right decision for me. I'm just going to do it. And the whole situation of, uh, you can remember it like it was yesterday. Um, there isn't much heart in that. It's uh, very clinical. It's just a clinical situation where you go in and you just take care of business. And you stay in your head. As long as you stay in your head, you're okay. But then you're not okay. And I'm speaking to a lot of women that have a secret. I'm speaking to you right now. Because let me tell you that that secret doesn't stay tucked away in a corner and never show its head. It is something where it causes you to feel less than. It causes you to feel uh, unworthy. It causes you to feel dirty. There's so many things that happen with this that you might not even be aware of. So let me just tell you that I didn't realize this. And 13 years into my marriage... I really felt like my, my marriage was failing. It, it was not doing well at all. And I ended up in fetal position in the shower crying out to God because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I knew my marriage was failing. And I'm not going to say it was just because, because it wasn't. There was a whole lot more going on than just this. But during this time, the Lord used this time for me to reach up and reach out and scream and cry for help. Because I needed it desperately. I could not fix it. I could not, I could not handle. And I had two children depending on me to hold it together. And I was not in a position where I felt like I could continue on without getting some help. So at that time, I heard on the radio, 800 help for me. And for some reason, my finger, I found my finger dialing the number. And uh, I was on the phone. And the counselor on the other end said, you need to come see us and it'll probably be, you know, we can do an assessment or whatnot. And you'll probably, you know, come in for like three days. I ended up being there 21 days. Yes, 21 days with two little ones. Thank God. God helped me with um, taking care of those children while I was gone, taking care of Sufriz so Sufriz could take care of her children when she got out. And during that time, there was a man. His name was David. And David D'Albany was somebody that I feel like he was an angel sent from heaven, but he was my counselor. And we had 24 hours. I mean, I felt like I was in deep therapy. And during this time, I discovered so many things uh, that had happened in my childhood that I had forgotten or that my brain turned off of things that happened to me. And with the Lord's help, I worked through the healing process 
of handing my baby that I had aborted. It was a boy. And I handed that baby over to Jesus. And I could go through the whole details. And if anybody wants to know, just contact me by going to SueFreeSpeltLikeFriesWhenWord.com. And I will help you. I will go through this process. But I will tell you the scripture right here where it talks about uh, the guilty conscience and sprinkled to cleanse us and have our bodies washed with pure water. I just remember being um, freed and forgiven and being washed clean like white, white as snow. The white as snow. I just pictured me being um, washed and white as snow. And that, that was the grace that I needed in order to understand that his love was even for me, this sinner. And he is there for you too. And I get emotional because I feel like the devil wants to destroy you because he definitely was out to destroy me. And thank God. I'm just so thankful that I was one of those sheep that he didn't let stray and let go because he won't. There'll be 99 that'll stay in, sink, and one that'll just stray. And he's after that one that strays. And that could be you. And he doesn't want you to not understand and feel his love. He just doesn't. He hurts for you. And he wants you to know his love. And I tell you, that was a life-changing moment in my life to realize that he cared so much for me that he sent his only son in my place to take care of those sins that I had and I did, unknowingly even, and that I am valued enough to be in his kingdom and to be his child. And so are you. He loves you so much. So I want you to do the work. I want you to reach up and reach out and receive what he has for you because he's there for you. He was there for me, and I didn't even realize it at the time. I just knew I couldn't continue on as I was, and I didn't even know why. I didn't know why I was feeling unworthy. I really didn't understand it. It was a decision I made so many years ago, and I still to this day dread it. I've forgiven myself, and I look forward to when I get up to heaven, and I get to meet that son. I'm looking forward to that day. And you can look forward to that day, too. So I had no idea when I came in here today that this was going to be the message. And I thank God for his Holy Spirit to let me be vulnerable enough. You know, because it doesn't feel good to share these things. It doesn't. It doesn't feel good at all. I'm not proud of it. That's for sure. But I am thankful for his love and his grace. And I'm thankful that I have the courage enough with the Holy Spirit's help to speak about this. Because maybe if there's one woman out there can get freed from the bondage of feeling unworthy, then I've done a good thing. And the Lord's done a good thing through me. And that's what it's all about. And it's not easy. You know, and we can put that mask on and say everything's okay. But really, is it? No, it's not. And we all have secrets. And the sooner we realize that those secrets are, are, are holding us captive, the sooner we realize that we need to be freed from them, the sooner you're going to get the help you need, and the sooner you're going to feel his presence and his love in your heart like you've never felt any kind of love before. No one on this earth 
even a mother's love, even that doesn't come close to the love you feel from the Lord. When you truly hand yourself and your heart over to him, it's amazing. I'm even shaking right now. And that's the Holy Spirit speaking. And I'm thankful that he feels that he can use me like this. And am I going to get ridiculed? Probably. Am I going to have darts thrown my way? Probably. But you know what? That's okay. It's okay. In fact, bring it on. Because I'm victorious in Jesus' name. So number two, I'm going to try to suck this up, buttercup, and get back into this thing. But I want you to understand that this is for you. Do you have a secret? There's a huge, huge number of women out there that have had abortions and don't want anybody to know. Huge, huge number. I'm I'm not even going to go there. It could be one out of every two women. And I'm just saying that I am so thankful that I can be used like this, but I'm so thankful that I was able and I was in a place to receive his forgiveness and his grace and that I could actually go through, that I was given that 21 days. People say, aren't you embarrassed that you put yourself in this place? I said, no, because the Lord has used me mightily through that therapy I got, through that healing that I saw through other people. I watched things happen that you would think is, as some people would think is crazy, but I watched things and you can't take away those experiences. Those experiences are real. And I've experienced things that a lot of people will never experience. And I can tell you that the devil is real. And spiritual warfare is real. And the sooner we understand that and understand that we have the authority of the Lord and that we are victorious in Jesus' name, the better we're going to be. It's real, you guys. It's real. It's so real. So... Deep clean your mouth inside and out. Spiritual cleansing requires deep cleaning. It is a housekeeping that goes beyond what others see and hear. It's a cleansing from within, inside, and out. As your heart gets clean, your language should follow. This is not just talking about bad language, but also negative talk and pessimistic thoughts that contradict the word of God and faith. This includes the challenge to stop complaining. Do you have people in your life that complain, just constantly complain? You know, I want to say, do you want some cheese with that wine? You know, it's like, let's be thankful. Let's have thankful hearts. Let's look at the good. Yes, if there is a problem, let's come up with it a solution. But let's not stay in this complaining attitude because it really doesn't do very much in the positive to help the situation. Luke 6.45, the good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. Philippians 2.14, do everything without complaining or arguing. So is that you? Are you doing that? Which one are you? Are you a complainer or are you a thankful heart, grateful heart person? Are you looking for the positives or are you looking for the negatives? I'm a problem solver. I'm looking for the problems because I want to solve them. That's a positive thing. But sometimes I can stay in that in that problem solving mode when sometimes I just need to, to be thankful. So this is part one of a part two um, show. So uh, stay tuned for part two right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. 
I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother and Ecola cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. Now we are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. 877-332-BUGS. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. Here they come. Bugs. Getting out of the cold into the snuggy, warm, hidden places inside your home. Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite and Pest Control. But you can call me the Termite Lady. And Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. Bugs love your home. Even if you keep it sparkling clean, they hate the cold outside and love the warmth of your warm home. And they will eventually find your food storage. Yuck! So call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Bugs hate that we make our service so effective. We use people and pet-friendly methods to kill and repel bugs. And with regular treatments, you'll keep them away throughout the year. About face. Don't let insects and rodents march in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, E. Cola Termite and Pest Control, for sponsoring this show. And if you'd like to sponsor this show, I'd love to talk to you. Uh, if you're a business owner and uh, you're on the fence about radio, if you're not sure if radio is the place to be, I can help you with that. Just uh, connect with me by going to soufreespeltlikefriesoneword.com, and uh, we can talk. We'll have, just have a talk, and then we can discuss um, possibilities and what works and what doesn't work. And I've been doing this a long time, and I can tell you that you know um, I, I I can help you. I know I can, and I would love to because people have helped me along the way, and so it's a good thing. So if you want to try out radio, maybe Soufree Show is the way to do it. Um, I'd love to talk to you about that. Anyway, um, Learning to Breathe is a book that I wrote when I had an accident in 2011. I shattered my leg. I'm a dancer. And uh, I wasn't sure what my future was going to be. I didn't know. The doctor said you could wake up with a club foot and not be able to walk right. And if you can't walk right, of course, you cannot dance right. And so I woke up and I didn't have a club foot. Thank you, God. It was a miracle. Um, The doctor, there was two surgeons in my leg. I had a metal plate, 10 pens. Since then, we're in 2020. And uh, in August of 2019, uh, my leg was hurting And I wasn't able to dance like I used to be able to dance. And so I went back in and he took the hardware out of my leg. And he said it would be two months. And I'm now, uh, you know, it's February of 2020 and I'm still not on the dance floor. Not really. Uh, But I'm getting better. And I'm thankful for that. Uh, During that time, I wrote a book called Learning to Breathe, which is a journey with my son and and, uh, myself uh, about asthma. But it's so much more than that. The book is so much more than that. And now there's a a book fair that they want to feature my book. And they featured my book in London in 2000. um, 
I don't know what year that was, 16. I think it was 2016 or 17. And uh, yeah, so now they want to do it again, and I'm excited about that. So if you'd like a copy of that book, just uh, connect with me by going to Sufri, spelled like fries, oneword.com, tell me you want my book, and I will autograph it if you'd like, and we will send it to you, okay? So thank you so much for that. So back to today, uh, today's show, and I'm talking about spring cleaning on the outside, but also on the inside. We're talking about spiritual cleansing, and it's so important to your health so important to your demeanor, so important to your future on how you deal with right now. You know, we can shove things. I know I did. I stuffed my emotions. I stuffed my past. I stuffed it. But it comes up. It overflows. It it just comes up sometimes, even when you don't want it to. And so the best thing to do is to face it head on and deal with things and clean it out. So that you can start fresh today and have your future be your future. Your past is your past. You can't change it. So all you can do is come to grips with it. You can forgive yourself. You can be thankful for. You can learn from. And now you've got your present. Your present is where you are. Give your present of your presence to those that you are around. I'm a new grandmother. I'm so thankful for Montana, Jade, uh, Grisani. My daughter had a beautiful baby girl, and I've just enjoyed being in the labor room and the delivery room and being there with her and bonding with my daughter and my new son-in-love. It was a wonderful experience. And then to stay with her for two weeks and uh, kind of just, you know, wait on her. I, I waited on her. You know, every night when the baby would cry, I'd get up and go get the baby and um, pick the baby up and, and change the baby and wake the baby up. And then I would walk her to Tiana and wake Tiana up and she would breastfeed. And then I would, in between <laughs> feeding, and there's two feedings there. So in between, I would burp and change again and then give her back. And then she would, uh, you know, feed again and then we'd put the baby down and then I'd go back to bed and go to sleep for another two to three hours and then get back up again. I loved it. I loved doing that for her and being there so she could, her stitches could heal and she could get back up and at them. And now she's, she's doing great and the baby's doing great. And oh my gosh, the mother's love. Now the grandmother's love. It's just amazing. Anyway, so we're on number three now. And number three is renew your mind. This is one of the biggest areas of struggle for most of us. Removing the garbage from our minds. Garbage in equals garbage out. We must feed our minds and spirits the word of God instead of the garbage of this world. Do you agree? Yes. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, on that, I will talk about something that I have for free for you. You need to go to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one more dot com, and push the second button that says I ams. They're free, and it's I ams. There's three pages of I ams, and these I ams will tell you what God says about you, who he says you are. Because we can listen to the people around us of what they think we are, and some of that's good, some of it's not. But don't you want to live a life understanding who you are in Christ? Yes, I hope you do, because then you can live in that. When you say, I am victorious and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm an ambassador of Christ. I'm a child of God. Just, you know, when you get all that in you, when you believe that, when you truly say it out loud and let your soul and your spirit hear your words out of your mouth, that's the best way to do it, by the way. 
I would recommend you do that like right when you finish the show. When you're done with the show, go to your computer and download. Please do it. You will be so happy you did. All right. So 2 Corinthians 10.5, we demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Take captive. Every thought, take captive. We have to be intentional. And in being intentional, we have to think about the thoughts that we're thinking. That sounds kind of strange, doesn't it? But sometimes things come out of our mouths. And have you ever said, gosh, I wonder where that, where did that come from? Could have been from your mom, maybe. You know, there's times like that. And I'll say, okay, that came from my mom. But there's some sayings, and I always wonder, okay, where did that come from? And sometimes they're okay, and sometimes they're a little bit not okay. So be aware of what you're saying. But also that self-talk, the self-talk that's not really positive. That was really stupid, you know, something like that. That's really not the best thing to say, is it? So let's change our inner talk. Let's change our thoughts. Let's, let's, let's hold our thoughts captive and pay attention to what's coming out of our mouths, but also the thoughts that just roll around in our heads. Can we do that? Can I challenge you to do that? You'll be surprised. You so will be so surprised on little inner thought, inner, inner things, those little voices in your head. And you'll go, nope, that's not true. I'm not believing that anymore. I'm changing right now, and I'm going to change that to this. It will change your life forever, I'm telling you, if you do this. It, it is amazing. Clean out your spiritual closets. I talked about our closets, cleaning them out. But clean out your spiritual closet. Hidden sin will destroy your life, (laughs) your peace, and even your health. The Bible says to confess your sin, tell someone, and reach out for help. It's not easy to do that, is it? No, it's not easy to do that. When your spiritual closets are clean, the heaviness from hidden sin will lift. This is so true. I've lived it. I know. Psalm 32, 3, 5. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. I've lived that. It wasn't easy. No, it's not easy. But it's worth it. A lot of things we do, they're not easy. But they could be worth it. I'm telling you, this is worth it. It's worth doing. Release unforgiveness and bitterness. Any sin will weigh you down. But long-kept unforgiveness and bitterness is like old baggage in the attic you can't seem to part with. You are so familiar with it, you don't even realize how it is hindering your life. Hebrews 12.1, therefore, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily hinders our progress. I think about that box of things that I took out of my car. Did my car run slower? Probably not. Did I use more gas? Maybe. But it is an entire box of stuff that I just don't need. How many of us have that type of stuff going on in our brains, unforgiveness in our hearts that we just need to let go of? We need to release it. Ephesians 4, 31, 32, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, 
brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind, compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. In the subject matter that I talked about in the first session, you know, there is the forgiveness of others that have done you wrong and, and, and um, that you need to just forgive. You know, I had a father who wasn't very loving. He was, his words were very cutting, and he never said, I love you, until I was 17 and moved out, and he helped me move into my first apartment. And in the elevator, I remember him saying, I love you, and I thought I was hearing things, and I said, wait a minute, what did you say? Because I had never heard those words come from my dad before. And it was, I mean, I thought I was hearing things. And he said, I love you. And I'm like, wow, took me moving out. (laughs) That's what I was saying in my mind. But for whatever reason, he just never said, I love you. And he was always like angry, always an angry guy. So forgiving others is one thing. But you know what I realized is after some decisions that I made and that I got healing for is that I had a hard time forgiving myself. And those of you with a secret, those of you that um, are holding on to that and it's making you feel down and making you feel unworthy. You need to do the work. You need to do the work for yourself and for all those people that you can help. The Lord's waiting and he's purposed you for this, this mission. And you need to take care of you first. Start with the person in the mirror, right? And I felt so relieved when the Lord gave me the opportunity to forgive myself. And you will feel that too. When you can truly just come to grips, what, what, what was, was. What is, is, and what will be, will be. And what was, is gone. And we can beat ourselves up all day long. It's not going to change what was. So what can you do now is you can look at that, learn from that, and forgive yourself. And move on. And let's live in the now. Let's live in the present. And when you do this, I'm telling you, this life that you are living opens up. And it has a whole different perspective, kind of like my office. It's like cleaning. The spiritual cleaning is like cleaning of the office, cleaning of the car, cleaning of your house, your closet. It's just easier to see things. You see them differently. You're listening to the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Connect with me, would you? I'm just asking you, connect with me. I want to hear from you. So Christ will forgive you. If Christ will forgive you, why aren't you forgiving you? You need to forgive you. Number six, involve Jesus in your daily life. What God wants most from you is a relationship, friendship. He wants to be involved in the big and small moments of your life. Open your life. Let the light of God's presence shine into every part, and you'll have no need for a yearly spiritual cleansing. Instead, you'll experience a daily, moment-to-moment, refreshing of your spirit first corinthians 1 9 god is the one who invited you into this wonderful friendship with his son christ jesus psalm fifty six thirteen. for you have rescued me from death you have kept my feet from slipping so now i can walk in your presence O god in your life-giving light i am hoping i can talk fast enough to get through this this show today because it's a good one but i want to say this this morning um i got my coffee and i was walking down my stairs and all of a sudden have you ever done this where you you miscalculated the number of steps and you thought you were going to hit the ground floor but yet there was another step 
And I missed that step, which caused me to be off balance. And I ended up hitting the ground um, because I miscalculated steps. And my leg hasn't been the same since I had the surgery. And what I realized is my knee had bent more than I had babied it to bend. And in doing that, I sat on the floor and just took an assessment of, oh, boy, did I cause major damage? You know, what is my situation? And I was scared. At that moment, I was scared. This was this morning. And I'm like, oh, Lord, please don't don't have me mess up my knee. You know, my, my knee, I just want to dance again. I want to walk. And I sat there and I assessed, and it, it, it hurt at the moment because I had uh, bent my knee further than what I'm used to bending it. And I sat there and assessed it, and then I got up, and I was worried about what I was going to feel when I got up. And when I got up, my leg is feeling better than ever. So that happened, and it caused me to do something more than I thought I could do and I was fearful to do. And by that happening on accident, it actually was a good thing. And my leg is actually better now. I have more motion in my leg. And there's a message in that, and you can take it for what it's worth. But um, because I, that happened, I'm better off. And sometimes things like that happen. You think it could be bad, but maybe it's not bad. Maybe it's really good. So interesting, isn't it? So number seven, learn to laugh at yourself and at life. Yeah, I bet it was a funny sight, me falling uh, the way I felt, even though I was scared. I'm sure if somebody was watching, it would have been a funny, funny thing to laugh at. Some of us take life too seriously, or we take ourselves too seriously. Jesus wants you to enjoy yourself and learn to have some fun. God made you for his pleasure. Psalm 28, 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. Psalm 126, 2, our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. I hope this has been helpful. Five reasons why cleanliness is godliness. This is Tony Wick. There is no more profound truth to this idiom than the fact that cleaning or improving your environment promotes a positive mindset and sense of responsibility. When we clean something, we bring out its inner beauty. This is a good deed and it benefits everything. Following, we will dig deeper into this, though, with a few questions why cleanliness is like godliness. Number one, promotes positive mindset. Cleaning helps encourage optimism. Cleaning your house, place, organized, promotes a sense of achievement and relaxation. It brings you peace as you took a proper action to improve the environment. Taking positive action for yourself or someone else relieves stress. That is so exactly what has happened. Doing good deed feels wonderful, and therefore cleanliness and godliness are very similar in how they affect your mind. Now, all of you are going to hear this message. You're going to go home and you're going to take action. You're going to do something, right? You're going to clean a closet, clean a drawer, do something. You will love it. I'm telling you. Number two, improves your spiritual health. Cleanliness is taking care of yourself and everything that supports you. Cleaning something, similar actions, promote your spiritual advancement. It shows you care about your spiritual health and wants to get rid of negativity. You stress yourself when you deal with clutter. Seeing a cluttered or poorly organized space releases cortisol, the stress-causing hormone. It leaves negative impacts on your well-being. Cleaning promotes your spiritual health and helps you fight against anxiety and stress. I had no idea, but now I know because I feel it, and it's wonderful. It promotes your will to contribute more. You take responsibility for improving yourself and the environment, whether you clean yourself or hire cleaning services. 
it shows you are trying to improve your surroundings. Number three, physical health. Hygiene has a vital role in your health. While it promotes spiritual health, it also improves our physical health. Staying clean helps your mind stay positive. Cleanliness is a sign we take care of ourselves and it improves our health as we kill germs, fights food contamination, boosts mental health, fights off the chances of getting sick or attracting any vermin, promotes mental clarity as you get rid of foul orders, promotes a positive perception. Number four, gives a sense of beauty. Cleanliness fosters a sense of beauty. Nothing is more beautiful than a clean house with a tidy garden. Everything we say is also true for the human body. We can only help our inner beauty shine through when we take care of our hygiene. Our sense of beauty helps us identify the negative and positive aspects of the life. It helps us draw the line between good and bad. Personal care is an essential agent of health. This agent improves the condition of your skin, hair. It gives you a more positive outlook. Motivation. Cleanliness is next to godliness. It means a clean body and home is a mind free of unfiltered thoughts. It brings joy to our life as we are taking a position action to get rid of something wrong. This deed helps make the world a better place for ourselves and others. Working to cleanliness brings a sense of satisfaction. It motivates us to take more decisive actions to improve our lives. Moreover, developing these habits improve our strength of mind determination, and discipline. It also helps improve our morality. That is so good, isn't it? I'm just so excited about this, and I just, I want to hear from you. I, you know, you, you listen to the show, and I'm hoping that you're not just listening. Because there's a lot of people that listen to a lot of things and read a lot of things and get this information. But, you know, the real action of this message, it's not going to, Take action until you take action. I mean, I had my car for seven years and it accumulated all that stuff in there. And it took a change in my mind and a decision in my mind that I'm going to do something about this. So I hired a guy to come out and detail the car. He didn't do such a good job on the outside. But I love that he took everything out of the inside, cleaned my inside, you know, wiped down the leather and did all of that. And my car just felt better when I got in it. It just felt better. Did it drive faster? <laughs> no, but it feels better to get in it. And there's a lack of clutter and it just opens up your mind. And I think about our spiritual body and the thought processes. And if it can do this much with my car and it can do this much with my office and my closets, how much more could it do in our inner being? There are times when I wake up and I'm not in the best of moods. I'm feeling kind of down. Those are the days I go into my closet and I don't wear black. I don't wear, you know, muted colors. Those are the days that I, I bring bold colors. I want to just bold it out. And I can remember after my surgery, I couldn't take a shower for a while. I did, you know, towel baths and things like that. But I couldn't actually get in the shower and feel that hot water just hit my head and wash my hair. Oh, my goodness. Just to wash my hair was amazing because I wash my hair every day. So to not wash my hair every day was just really, really hard for me. And you can buy that, you know, wash the hair in a can. It's not the same. And to have that hot water that just washes you. And whenever you're sick... You know, after you're sick and you have a fever and you sweat out that sickness, you know, you just, I, when I get in the shower, it's like I'm washing the sickness away. I just feel it washing the sickness away. 
And I tell my kids that. Let's go in the shower. Let's wash that sickness away. And it just, you know, get all those germs and get all of that ickiness off of us. And it just feels good. It feels good for all of us to cleanse, that cleansing. And I think about when Jesus washes the feet, you know, when we wash the feet, it's a cleansing of our dirtiest part of our body, really, if you think about it. Our feet are normally the dirtiest part of our body. So if we can wash our brother's feet, if we can cleanse, if we can help others cleanse. So from your thoughts in your mind to your body to whatever you are surrounded with, if we can clean it and organize it. Now, we can go crazy on this. I have friends that are crazy about this stuff. But I'm just saying that it does change your mindset. So if you're feeling really down and low and feeling like just nothing's working right now, make a decision right here, right now. Make a decision to do something different. And what you can do is go take a shower or clean a drawer. Clean out a drawer. Go in your closet and put on your clothes and see if they fit. And if they don't, get rid of them. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. Till next week. Bye. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.